Sowers sitting here in the studio with my buddy Nate Hyatt. We're coming at you with a to the point. Uh, if you haven't uh, listened to the podcast before, this is kind of where we just take 20 to 30 minutes or so and just kind of give our thoughts of things that have been bouncing around in our mind for the week and just pass it along to you and go from there. And uh, so today, uh, Nate told me he's got uh, something that he wanted to talk about. And do you have notes for the first time in like forever? No. Oh. What was that on your phone? Oh, that's the lyrics to the song. Oh. I was like, (laughs) I was proud of you for actually doing notes for once. Nope. We just wing it. Always. (laughs) All right. I didn't even take notes in college. (laughs) You can take it away from there. Somehow I graduated. All right. So I was uh, um, at work on Friday, and uh, I noticed Zach Bryan released a uh, a new album. It's like a double album, like 34 songs, like 30 of them are new. Um. And I was just listening through it, and there's just one that just stuck out to me, and it's called uh, Cold Damn Vampires, Um, and I'll just read the chorus to you. Um, Them damn cold vampires been keeping me awake, trying to build an empire of the things that they can take. Don't let them steal your hope, child, and turn it something green. Damn you all. Damn all your ties to this machine. Ties to this machine. You know, it talks in there about like men groping women and this and that and like first thought i was like man this is just this relates to me like these blood-sucking fucking women that have been in my life (laughs) and then i'm like no it's a lot deeper than that and like it i think it's it's talking about our societal issues that we're having and a lot of there's a lot of takers out there right now you know, people just take and take and take and take, and it's okay to take every once in a while. Like, I understand, like, people go through hard times, like, you've got to, there's got to be some take that happens, but, you know, you can't take and not give, um, and I just, like, challenge people to go out and not be a vampire like it talks about in this song man just go out and be a good person and do the right damn thing you know there's so much so many societal issues right now that could just be solved people were just genuine and just nice to each other (laughs) you know just talk about it talk about your issues that you're having um a lot of things can be solved with the conversation I don't know, it's just, people are, I mean, we are, we're all struggling right now, you know, it's, it's kind of a tough, tough time, I feel like we're on the edge of, I mean, our economy's doing okay, you know, like gas prices are soaring, people are starting to spend less money, they're raising interest rates, you know, I feel like a little bit that we're on the teetering edge here, and that things could get ugly you know and we just need to be there for each other need to be able to give be ready to give and help your neighbor i think some of that has been ingrained in us too over the past i don't know maybe 10 years and you've heard me many times on this podcast talk about like media and social media uh i think that it's like anything else if you go into it with the right mindset then you can get what maybe like the original intent for it was, but I mean, we, we could sit here and it doesn't matter which side of the political coin you're on. It doesn't matter. 
we can all agree that the media and like social media are used to kind of engineer us. And I think that's part of like a little bit of those problems of the, the take, take, take. And, you know, it's also, you know, that's, that's been the capitalist business mindset essentially is just like, how much can I take? Like for instance, Mm -hmm. the, not just the pharmaceutical companies, but you know, the Walmarts and the targets and those, those big, you know, box brands like that. What can I do that's going to benefit me the most? Yeah. And the same thing can be said about like Amazon and what they do with their employees of, you know, the repetitious overwork. And then also now they're doing their DSPs with their people that are like actually delivering the packages for them, like giving them like 300 packages a day and they got to get it done and then micromanaging them to death. So I think it's just like this societal thing of more, more, more. And the one thing, again, I go back to Andy just because I wholeheartedly agree with it. Uh, in one of his last uh, Q&AFs, he said, uh, I don't invest in companies. I invest in people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really cool mindset and why he is so successful uh, on so many fronts is the fact that he sees people as people like, um, you know, I have bosses that see people as nothing more than a number in that equation, like whatever, as long as the number at the end of the year, at the end of the day, you're at the end of the quarter, company, yeah. basically. and, and you're just a number in that you're not like a person like, so that's where I can see. Uh, where you're talking about of like just investing in people. Um, and also for those that are listening, there's a fantastic book that talks exactly about what Nate's talking about called the go giver. And it's not a long book. It's pretty short. I mean, it's like a, like if you think of your normal size book, it's probably a quarter of that, but it basically just talks about this guy that went and trained with another gentleman that that was his business model was just like Andy's of investing in people and then eventually, you know, that kind of stuff comes around and you, you, the book talks about usually people are used to getting used, right? Like if you're a giver, people use you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. For a short period. Yeah, you're right. You might get taken advantage of in the short period, but those relationships that you foster with other people will pay off in the future. Yep. I mean, I kind of take that aspect to our sales. Like when we go to booths, like I just got done long weekend, two booths in Wichita over the weekend, you know? Um, and one thing that like, when I do those booths, it's not for me. It's not about the sales. It's about building those relationships, brain recognition, you know, and educating people. Um, because in the long term, that's what's going to drive your sales. You know, if we can make, like, honestly, we probably lost our ass in Wichita this weekend. Especially today, we didn't sell much at all. I gave more products probably away than... <laughs> Um, but you know, like I'm, I'm trying to build relationships. There was a, a guy, he was a, a veteran. Like, I mean, he was proud air force wearing his dog tag still, you know, like missing a, missing a chunk of his forearm and he comes up and he's like, what do you got? What do you got for an old veteran? That's gonna make his knees not hurt, you know? And I told him about the salve and told him what the price was. His eyes got huge, you know? (laughs) And like we stood there and had a conversation and my works it, it does. And like, I don't know, maybe I was in the wrong, but I ended up giving him a salve. Um, I said, thanks for your service. Like, here's this salve, you know, I don't want any money for it. Like, I'm just going to ask that you tell just one person about it, you know, if it works for you, which it will. I'm almost positive. And he's like, well, I'm going to tell everybody, <laughs> you know? And so like, those negative 
dollar signs, you know, from the weekend. Like they sting at first, but in the long run, it's going to, that's that kind of stuff is going to pay off, you know, um, just trying to be a good person, I guess. Yeah. I think there's a lot to be said for that because, uh, you know, it, it's, it's so easy in our society with that cancel culture to just kind of write people off. Right. Like you, you screwed me over or you didn't do something right. Or you didn't do something like just to put, uh, you know, you've heard me probably say this before. But if you, if you think the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing, you know, did she do him wrong from the sounds of it? Yes. You know, of course, there hasn't been a verdict of any kind, but from the sounds of it, preliminarily, yes. <laughs> but I think the important key is, you know, he got written off because of his alleged issues, yep. which are now being found to be not true. But the thing is, if you're listening to this podcast and you've never made a mistake, uh, I think that, you know, you need to do some real self-introspection because we've all made mistakes. We've all done things that we don't like. Or I that fuck we, up we, every day. <laughs> that we, yeah, I mean, that we wouldn't be proud of is what yeah. I'm trying to say. And so, but we in your life, skeletons you, in our closet. Yeah, in your life, you had people that didn't give up on you. Mm-hmm. So the key is here not to give up on others. Like, I can't tell you how many times that I've arrested people or whatever, but I don't give up on them. I still like say hi. I still help them out. You know, because like one day they may be the suspect that I arrest, but the next day they're a victim. Like legitimately, I I can tell a story about this. I arrested a guy one day for uh, methamphetamine, paraphernalia, other drugs, that kind of stuff. And as we're patting him down, we find pure silver bullion bars. I'm talking bars in his boots that we end up tracking back to a burglary in Overland Park, Kansas. And all this from small Sterling America that nothing ever happens, right? So... To, to illustrate the point is we put him in jail, right? He's in jail for the crimes he committed. <clears throat> but while he's in jail, his meth friends find out he's in jail, burglarize his house. Well, I catch them in the act of burglarizing this house. I know this dude's in jail. I know he's the only one that lives in this house. Nobody should be here. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're saying, you know, well, we're, we're just getting this stuff. He told us to come get it so that we could sell it and get his bond money. So, of course, you know, I hit the jail up and they're like, he says, no, nobody's supposed to be in my house. So I arrest him. So that's my thing of saying, like, you know, I said that you'll sell next to each if, other. If I if I were to handle that case like society handles people, like society handles the rest of us, I would have said, fuck that guy. That's what he deserves. Mm-hmm. He deserves it. He's he's nothing more than a piece of shit meth head. That's what he gets. That's what he gets for violating society's laws. And that's not right. But then when he gets out, you know, like he really is part of it. He ain't got shit left. Yeah. Everything worth anything in his house is gone, you know, so he's got to rebuild all that. He's, yeah, I mean, then he becomes part of the system. Yeah. Well, and, and like you said of that vampiring, that, that would be, that would be me and my job <clears throat> vampiring, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sucking that away. Like F that guy kind of thing. Like I think that some people like really do want to change and mm-hmm. he is one of them. Actually, he still lives in Sterling and he's got a job. He's got a family. He's got nice vehicles he's doing you know as far as i know good mm-hmm. having any other contact with him so but had he we just, just given up on him bars. yeah <laughs> uh, that's actually probably could be true honestly I mean, they, they were in his walls man um but it's just one of those things of you know it, i i 100 agree with you in every way and that's even and i won't get on this soapbox but that's even in scripture too mm-hmm. of just helping and investing in people i feel so, like people have gotten really far away from that oh yeah for sure. I mean, it's easy, especially us Christians, it's easy for us to kind of look down our noses. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what the Pharisees did, not Christ. 
Yeah. So anyway, I said I wasn't going to get on a soapbox, but because uh, I could go on that for a long time. Yeah. Um. Well, the one thing I was thinking about that's been bouncing around for me is um, I've been kind of in a, a little bit of a mental rut lately, just in the sense of uh, just everything, you know, you're just with life, right? You know, you just have things that go on and it seems like those things kind of stack up and um, it's just like, wow, I, I felt like I was like shoveling the dirt out proverbially of this hole that I was in, but it felt like I kind of had like a hand trowel and not really a good proper shovel, you mm-hmm. know, so I'm like making progress, but it's just not really Slow great progress. fast progress. Yeah. And uh, so if you saw my blog post on the Instagram story, um, which if you go to our Instagram, it's on the highlights. There's a blog highlights that I take all the blogs and, and then highlight them so that they stay. But um, it just talks about your circle. And the reason that I wanted to talk about my circle is is because like when Nate mentioned this podcast and stuff, like I was 110% in there because of Nate and I know who he is and like what he brings to the table and like what he has to offer. And sometimes I even feel like I'm like behind the curve. Like I just wish that I could give more because you do give so much. So you, at least you're following what exactly it is that you're asking people to do. I wouldn't ask of it if I wasn't doing it myself. Yeah, but... I am really selective, almost to the point that people probably would think sometimes that I'm an asshole about like who's in my circle. You know, there there are people that I have that are acquaintances, and this, and and then I help them out and all that other kind of stuff. So as I say all of this, this isn't me saying like don't help people, don't be involved in people's lives. But there is a point with which, like, if you have people in your life that, you know, they're they're dragging you down, they're holding you back, like. Just to give an example, like let's say you're trying to uh, change your nutrition and track your macros, but you have a friend that like every day wants you to go to McDonald's with them and, um, and, 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 you know, and you're like, and you're, you're suckered into that, you know, mm-hmm. cause you know, you like McDonald's or whatever, you know, of, I mean, it's like, easy, it's fast, it tastes kind of good <laughs> <laughs> depending on the day depends but, how hungry you I are mean, i know this is a really stupid example of it but i'm saying is is like you know you have certain people that add value right mm-hmm. and and those are the people that you need to be having in your life the people that add that value that are truly in your friend circle you can have acquaintances that don't <coughs> that you talk to and that you associate with and i'm not saying don't talk to them but if you have those people that are in your inner circle that are dragging you down, I don't care if you've been friends with them since you were like two, you know, if they are that cancer, like you need to cut them out of that circle like they are. They're that ball and chain. They're holding you back, all that other good stuff. Like be really selective of that. You can still help them. You can still be a part of their life. You can still help other people. And I encourage that. But there's a point with which, you know, somebody comes to you and says, hey, my car, you know, the alternator went out. Can you help me out? Like. I'd appreciate it. And you give them the money for the alternator. That's a good thing. But then if they show up the next day with a full arm tattoo, okay. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm probably not going to help you mm-hmm. in the same way. You know, I, I may, in that case, I may say, okay, let's go to AutoZone and I will buy you the alternator, something like that. But if they continue to go down that path, then yeah, cut them out, right? Yep. So the reason that I say all of this is because that friend that I had that told me that was because I keep that circle small and the people in it are a value add. He literally came to me and told me that I was in a rut and I needed to pull my head out of my ass. If I wanted to accomplish the goals in my life that it is that I wanted to accomplish because I'd confided in him what those goals were. And it was, I didn't even get mad. It wasn't a, what did you just say to me? Right. 
I, I was able to not only, I sit behind this microphone and give, I guess, advice or whatever you want to call it about kind of how to live life. And so I'm sitting here with my own struggles, but we also talk about that introspection and I went, yeah, you're right. And I've been thinking that myself, but I guess I just needed to hear another cop say it and, you know, and another true friend. And I told him that, you know, I don't, I don't throw this around lightly. I don't just say this to everybody. And I just told him, I said, you know, I love you and I appreciate you doing that because those words are more than just words to me. And it was a breath of fresh air. It really was. Um, I was illustrating the point to Nate before we started recording of going outside, perfect temperature. You're in your shorts and your t-shirt. You'll look up. It's a nice blue sky. There's a breeze. That breeze hits you in the face. You just kind of go, oh, like, oh, it's so nice out here. That was the feeling I had. I didn't have that punch to the gut. I didn't have that mad. I didn't have anything. It was like an, okay, okay. What I've been feeling was a little validated because yeah, I've been feeling that way. But ever since that moment, well, it was like a switch had been flipped for me. I mean, you knew that you were off and you yeah, knew you probably right. weren't doing the things you needed to do, you know, and there's probably some pent up anxiety because of that, you know, like we all go through that stuff and that's a weight off your shoulders when that finally you pop that bubble, I guess. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I've been I've been struggling because I mean, as I talked on here, that you know, I've been going to therapy, but I kind of have stopped doing that uh, just because I started feeling better, started doing well. Um, but this was kind of that uh, the the opposite of the straw that broke the camel's back. Like you, I guess the bubble analogy would be a good one. You're just like, and like, okay, cool. Like that weight has been. That's like going to the chiropractor, and you're like, uh, you know, you're limping, and then they pop something. You're like, oh, like that. That was the feeling for me, and mentally. And I feel like I'm back on my game, finally. Um, and I don't know if you've noticed it through us in the podcasting and everything in the last several months. But, like, you know, how I hadn't been doing the videos on Instagram like I used to and stuff like that. And so, I mean, it's just it's just affected me in a lot of places. And I'm, I really I really value and appreciate him. And so that's just me talking about your friend circle. Like, your true friends. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's almost like an application process. Vet those people. And... If they don't add value, then you need to cut them out. Yep, hundred percent. So it's that fine line of like complacency. You know, you, you start to get complacent, and then things just pile up, pile up, pile up, and then you take care of what you need to take care of, and that anxiety's gone, and you start to feel better again. Well, and and also it's I think a pendulum. The, <laughs> yeah, I think the key too is you talk about that complacency and that ease and everything too of. One of the best things that you can add into your vocabulary is the word no. Mm-hmm. And that, that, I mean, and that, that's depends. Like there, there are times that, you know, you might make people mad. You might make them, you know, to where they are disappointed in you or something because you said that. But, you know, I, I, I do it with my family. I've even sometimes done it with Nate when he's like, do you want to record a podcast this day? Like, nah, that doesn't work for me. And, you know, we end up figuring it out, but sometimes no is the best word in your vocabulary. It's hard. <laughs> I say, Nate Hyatt, Heather Paget. <laughs> it's hard to figure that out, but if you don't take, you can't take care of yourself, you know, you can't yeah. take care of others. Well, and that's, that's just me poking fun at you. Like, keep doing what you're doing, man, because you're doing good stuff. So, um, doing something. yeah, but that's right at 20 minutes, man. You want to take it away? Sure. Go ahead and end her there. <laughs> well, guys, uh, thanks for uh, tuning in to the Higher Points. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode of To The Point. Um, hope you guys have a uh, a good Monday, good week. We just go out there and win.
give a little bit. And who did you say we're going to have next week? What's his name again? J- uh, Jason? Jason Prost. Yeah, and what does he do? He's a state representative for like uh, like the Hutchinson area. And how'd you meet him? Um, he went to actually went to high school with my parents, but he um, actually ran into him at Sand Hills here a few weeks ago and chatted up with him a little bit, and he was excited to come on. So, so he'll be on uh, not not today because for for those of you who are listening, that today is in Monday, but he'll be the following Monday. Mm-hmm. So. We look forward to talking to you guys then. Don't forget to look, check us out on social media um, and our website, uh, thehigherpoints.com. And uh, we'll catch up with you next time. See you guys.